Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I am joined by Andy Gamuka. Another one bright star stand, Colin Ashley. Emilio Andres Diaz. Alright, that reminded me I was going to do a bit where I said that my name was Harry Kane. Oh, <laughs> would have been good. <laughs> do you want to take it from the top? Uh-oh. No. I don't. I think it would mostly be confusing more than good. I mean, so many of the best bits are that. That's true. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna uh, give out some awards to movies that played in competition at the Cannes Film Festival in two thousand nine, starting our little series on that festival in which in subsequent weeks we will be discussing On Certain Regard and Director's Fortnite. Uh, Before we get to that, uh, there was some news today that Amazon is going to be doing a little series of uh, South by Southwest films that are going to be free for everyone in the United States to watch, so that might go somewhere in the middle uh, you know, we'll figure out scheduling off the air once we have more information about that. But it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's interesting to see how uh, these festivals, like I know TIFF is already exploring um, potential like avenues to put out movies on streaming as, you know, the world <laughs> may not exist. Yeah, but can is still going to happen. Yeah. At the end of June. Just a little later than usual. Yep. They dug their feet in the sand at those beautiful beaches and said, we're not going nowhere. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, we don't have any uh, information uh, about what any of the movies involved in this are going to be. I might look at the list of movies and go like, oh, these all look bad. But we'll see. Hey, I'll watch them if they're bad. I don't have standards. Uh, I have no attention span right now, so I, uh, you know, I'll watch them while playing a video game. <laughs> I can <laughs> commit to that. The best movie to watch while playing Pokemon. Well, I mean, the hey, version you... of all Palm or yeah you couldn't you you, you couldn't do that at an actual film festival so that's you know the advantage of the of the virtual film festival yeah what if they make you turn your webcam on and they (laughs) (laughs) hold up a picture of your passport the entire time (laughs) (laughs) if you look at your phone you get swatted yeah, it starts over if your eyes it's, it does the eye tracking. <laughs> you have to answer a screen. ten question questionnaire at the end and just yeah. about like what happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. These all sound like things that Amazon would do. <laughs> It'd be small potatoes for them. Yeah. All right. So. uh Jesse, did you have some trivia for us, or do you want to get? Oh yeah, so let's let's kick uh, off our discussion of uh, Can two thousand nine with a little very exciting piece of information I found. So we were talking before 
the we started recording about how the star of Johnny Toe's Vengeance is Johnny Halliday, who is a a big French rock star. But what I discovered is that his let's see, second wife was Natalie Bay, star, uh, I don't know about star of, but an actress who appeared in Simon Long's face. Oh. What a wonderful coincidence that ties together two of these movies that we have watched. Yes. And an interesting place to start because we all agree that Johnny Halliday wins actor, right? No. <laughs> 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 uh, hey. uh, yeah. I mean, so where should we start? Actually, <laughs> I feel like uh, everyone's on pins and needles because we know that there's uh, like a bull in the china shop right now. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Before we took a little break, uh, I believe Cullen was alluding to a bull in a china shop. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think three of us really like one movie for Paul, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Talking, of course, of Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Boo! Interesting. This concludes my argument. No. Um, yeah. So I... Wait, can I have a second? Should we introduce, yeah. like, the rules again for, for like yeah, a second? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Work, work, so we'll be giving stuff? out... We'll be giving out, Jesus. I believe, seven awards... Yes. yes. Three, Seven awards. Yeah, the three Palme movie awards. Yes, the Palme d'Or, the Grand Prix, and the Jury Prize, which all just go to a movie. And then Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actress, and Best Actor. And there's a option to award some sort of special prize that usually sounds kind of bullshitty. For example, in 2009, the jury... Headed by Isabelle Huppert, gave Alain René a Lifetime Achievement Award for his work. So, something like that's an option. But yeah, there can be one tie. That tie cannot be for the Palm, and I also don't think it's supposed to be for the Grand Prix or Best Director. Yeah. And then only one movie can win two awards, and those two awards have to be a combination of either an acting award and a screenplay award or an acting award in the jury prize. So it's basically our 2016 draft, but done in the style of our 2019 awards. Yes. So why don't you like the great movie that is Inglorious Bastards, Andy? Um, because, okay, so I have never liked Inglorious Bastards. I saw it originally in the run-up to the Oscars that year as sort of a catch-up. I had not, I was not super into movies at that time, and so I sort of would just, like, watch a bunch of the Best Picture nominees in the run-up to the Oscars. Uh, I suspected that I wouldn't like it. I had opted out of seeing it over the summer in, in theaters because I, uh, wanted to go see Julie and Julia instead, um, uh, which, you know, a wise decision. Um... And so, ultimately, my problem with Inglorious Bastards is I hate everything to have to do with the titular characters, the Inglorious Bastards. Um, I think 
that segment is poorly acted and also is kind of morally reprehensible to me in that it is sort of just a celebration of like war crimes that Quentin Tarantino is just is is finds acceptable because it's done against Nazis and so I just sort of find it kind of hard to take that like he's depicting these people doing take like toward like taking on these torturous tactics um and he sort of is just placing it in this environment where he knows that like it'll be acceptable to depict that and depict that sort of positively and so I have never cared for this movie basically on that front I find it kind of um yeah just like sort of kind of like weirdly like similar to the way that like that like 24 faces criticism or like has that sort of issue where it's like well he, he like he's Jack Bauer it's what he's got to do or whatever like I think the movie sort of stacks the deck in favor of the bastards in order to get away with them doing sort of despicable things and celebrate that in a way that never sits right with me. Hmm. I mean... So, in conclusion, we're giving it our palm door? No. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, what's your pitch, Andy? My pitch for palm d'or? Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, Fish Tank is the movie to give it to. Give it to. I think that's a wonderful movie that's um, a... Uh, intriguing and sort of uh deep uh uh examination of relationships and people and is um a lot more complicated and nuanced and and i just think yeah it, it that movie is it's 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 a lot to consider and dig into and i think that's the best movie that that we i watched for this mm, i saw fish tank like five years ago and thought it was kind of okay I watched Fitch Tank like three days ago. Couldn't have been more in the pocket for Andrea Arnold and thought it was mostly really good. I think there are like five other movies that we could put in Palm ahead of it, not including Inglorious Bastards. Which I don't want to diminish your take, Andy, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think... Uh... It's like, it's just, it's a movie. <laughs> like it's, That's true. He, I mean, I can't deny he, that it is a movie. About two and a half hours like people, long. Because he uses real world events, people put too much, uh, like, weight on what he's doing. And, like, from what I can glean from, like, everything I've seen of him and, like, his movies is that he just does things that are, like throwbacks to like old movies but with he like squibs like sure i mean yeah i guess i i don't I'd like if he wants to i mean if he wants to do that he can do that but i think it by you know conflating it with sort of these like real life things and um there's a certain amount of just like baggage that audiences are going to bring into that and i think that is, um, you know, that that I think that's something that he doesn't really fully consider in his movies. That sort of t- turns me off them fairly definitively. But also, uh, they're so good. <laughs> their their acting is good. <laughs> Eli Roth is funny, and Brad Pitt is yeah. great. 
No, they're really terrible. I think. That's I think all crazy. those all those performances are bad. They're That's... they're really stiff and wooden. I don't think really what? any of the bastards that... pop in any significant way. Where I'm that like, is... wow, like that like was an interesting take on that character. Or whatever. It's just they're just sort of like a bunch of guys who are like, I don't know, who are who are, you know. That's crazy. Doing 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 torture against people, and it's like I'm not into that. I'm sorry. I think that him casting like half of his cast is like uh young comedians results in really interesting performances of like basically it is like these kids who are torturing people. Uh I think like I don't know, I find maybe the casting more interesting than the performances, but I find like Paul Rust and Sam Levine fairly compelling. Yeah, they don't really like, do anything though. They like stand old. in the background and they're like, ah ha ha ha. Yeah, like they're. I mean, it's uh, uh, like BJ Novak in like the last scene where he is finding out that they have a nickname for him that's the Little Man. It's so funny. Every time I watch the movie, it's hilarious. He's so I, good. It's it's I don't know. It, it he is so like stiff to me and like doesn't really have a lot of like he doesn't bring the personality like. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I don't. I don't think anything to having to do with the bastards works for me in that movie. One of um, I think I would right. scenes. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Maybe before we talk about the Palme d'Or, what about giving best actress to Melanie Laurent? That well, is maybe something that I could accept. But what of mm-hmm. Abby Cornish in Bright Star? Oh boy, are we gonna talk about this? <laughs> she's so good. Uh, I think she's the problem with that movie. Oh, that's interesting. There are no problems I in that movie. She is, <laughs> I think she is a uninteresting presence that oh. occasionally makes that movie not compelling. Wow. Why um, is everyone wrong? <laughs> I would give best actor to Ben Wishaw. Me too. But, that is my one chime in, in which I am I have I have decided to be to pick and choose my shots and I will be quiet for long stretches, but I will voice my support for Ben Wishaw being the best actor of this game. Yeah, I mean but yeah, see, I I like Abby Cornish. I think Ben Wishaw is probably the better play to award crazy. in that movie. If I mean we, especially because like I feel like like Laurent is maybe the only way that I would let Inglorious Bastards win anything. That's insane i mean it's insane but it's my position and you have to deal with it i just want to go on record and say boo (laughs) stinky choices (laughs) what about so i think there is a this is like where the split comes in of like we give it this but we can't give it that of thirst which i think could be the palm winner I like Thirst. Yeah, Thirst would be my second choice, I would say. I could do that. That'd Thirst fine. fucking rips. It's so cool and good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's Yeah, it's a very fun vampire movie with, like, cool, like, big effects and also, like, mm-hmm. very entertaining, like, family drama stuff tied into it. Um, it's, it you know, it's uh, it's very sexy. It's very bloody. It's it's a it's a big uh, feelingsy movie that I that I was very into. All right, I 
the three movies that aren't named Inglorious Bastards that I would like to give the palm to, I'm gonna name them, and then I imagine I will get a fair amount of resistance on all fronts, and then I will probably concede to Thirst. Uh, I, the the three movie my three picks would be either uh, Antichrist, Enter the Void, or Wild Grass. See, so Wild Grass is also great. Of the it movies is. I watched for the first time for this, Bright Star and Wild Grass are like my top two. I like Wild Grass a lot. Um. I would maybe feel a little better with Wild Grass as like a director play, maybe. That's interesting. It is exceptionally I give, directed. I could, I could give Renee director. But I mean, my other director pick would be uh, Suleiman for the time that remains. Oh. Um. Yeah, time that remains also very great. Yeah. Hmm. Um, someone low key to give director to. Johnny Toe for Vengeance. <laughs> a very well-directed Hell. movie that is Hell. pretty yes. cool. Hell, yes. Huh. Hell, yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I have struggled to watch movies during this period. The world is collapsing. I can't pay attention to them. Lots of bad things are happening. I'm very tired. I'm just stuck in my home. And Vengeance is the best time I had of maybe any of these movies, and I like it a lot, and I would like it to be represented. I I am Team Vengeance. That is all I have to say. Yes. I watched it today. I thought, or I guess yesterday by my time, it was very cool. I thought, uh, you want to talk great squib work. Really great squib work in that movie. I thought Vengeance was all right. Yeah, Vengeance is a, yeah, I have that, uh, I think I have, I have it ranked nine overall out of the list of 12 movies that we watched. I think, you know, it, I don't know, it did, it didn't do much to distinguish itself for me from, I mean, it's like a genre that I'm not into, which is like, you know, the, the sort of the, the vengeance based revenge thriller or whatever, where it's, you know, hitmen and guns and people like doing double deals and stuff. And that stuff is just never going to super appeal to me. Uh, I think it's pretty well directed. Um, I just didn't su- ever super invest in it, sadly. Who's that guy whose character is named, like, Fat Guy or something? Um, he's kind of, he's pretty good. I, I think the lead is maybe a little weak, but every other yeah. performance in that movie yeah, I find really probably, fun and quit. That's probably good. true. Yes, that the, lead the, performance like... by the aforementioned Johnny Halliday is... Rest in peace. <laughs> Sure, not the strongest element of the movie. No, I feel like uh, a lot of the sort of um, like woodenness, uh, to use Andy's term, of these performances has a lot to do with like the language barrier. Yes, um, I agree, and I think Halliday Day is most hamstrung by that. Yeah, but the three like hitmen, I think all rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was noticing, like, trying to think of, like, through lines for some of these movies that can, and it's like, there's, like, a weird amount of crossover in it, like, Mathieu Marie is in two of them, mm-hmm. there are two Asian movies and with French people in it, there's, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, tonally insane movies, like, Thirst and Antichrist, and 
if, if it was a big year for multiple tones in the same movie, I will say. I would say my um, my through line is all like these movies are okay, but the director has made like five better movies. Yeah, probably. With I the mean, exception of Inglorious Bastards. Like, clearly. even Antichrist, which I like, is like, that is made the low tier Von Trier for me. He just yeah. happens to be one of my favorite directors. Perhaps, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Hmm. I don't know if Gaspar Noé has made five. Well, he's not. Yeah, that's well. He hasn't made five of it. Yes, I agree that of the two Gaspar Noé movies I've seen, that is the better one. Hmm. The other Um, one being Climax. Yeah, those are though. Yeah, I like Climax too. I think I like Enter the Void a little more. Um, let's see if we can get something on the board. Um. What? Well, we haven't really talked time. I, we all like time that remains pretty well. I, I time that remains is very good. It didn't really grab my attention much. Oh, that's right. Jesse wasn't super into that one. I forgot. Um, uh, I I for sure enjoyed it a lot. So that is one another one like my reaction to a lot of these movies where I maybe have more of an appreciation for it than like any sort of reaction. It was more of me just being like, huh, that's that's cool. I didn't know that this movie was that, but it's not like I was like over the moon for it ever. I do, um... Yeah. Hmm. Are we going to get anywhere with this list of movies? Well, I'm fine with sliding Thirst into the Palm Door. Again, I think Park Chan-wook has made two substantially better movies, but I like Thirst. Yeah, I I would be very happy with Thirst as as a Palm winner. Yeah, I think this, I mean, unless Emilio has any strong objections, I think this is like our most common, like... We all agree that it's really good to great. Yeah, I mean, I was saying before uh, um, that I before we recorded that, like, based on these, how we feel about these movies, like, the the palm is going to go to something that someone thinks is like a three and a half out of five, and in this case, that's me, and so I. For but like say we put Renee in either director or the Grand Prix, I'm then perfectly happy with Thirst as the Palm. Yeah, yeah. Thirst I guess is... I'm just I guess I'm just with Jesse. I'm just like sure we can give Thirst the Palm there. Or I <laughs> I have no feelings on it. Sure we can do that. So no if feelings. we if we were to give Thirst the Palm to or. The next two things I guess I would do if it were just me, you would be to give Wild Grass the Grand Prix and then give either Gaspar Noé or Lars von Trier oh. Best Director. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fine with just one of those things happening. Like there, uh, yeah, I mean, Wild Grass up is pretty, like, perfectly fine with that. For director, I think there are like movies that I don't fully love as much as I do other ones. Like, 
broken in braces or face that I think like are very well directed pretty much like objectively. That's reasonable. Yeah. I, so yeah, let I'm I'm comfortable slot, slotting in Wild Grass with Grand Prix. Is that mm-hmm. is any any objections to that? Great. I right. don't okay. have objections if that is how you would like me to phrase it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now you are the person who is least happy, Emilio, I think. So what, who would you give director to? Mm, who would I give director to? I think you should uh, give it to Suleiman, but give it to whoever you want. A- Andrea Arnold. Mm, that's a good pick, too. All right. Andrea Arnold. I, live, I mean, I can, the I thing is that, that, I don't know why, I guess it's just I watched it a while ago. But the thing is that Fish Tank is, like, by far my favorite. Of, well, not by far, like, in Best. It's weird being oh, the person that's like, I like Fish Tank and Bastards almost as much as each other, and I think they're both <laughs> perfect, great movies. But <laughs> Which is, like, being in the middle of, like, something that is going to get no traction. But I guess if we can give Andrea Arnold director, that would be fine with me. I, also I have no qualms give with giving her that. I also think we should give Antichrist the jury prize. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I'm all right with that. Okay. I am. Uh, objection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bright star. Bright star. Bright star. Ben Wisha. Ben Wisha. Ben yeah, Wisha. Ben Wisha. That's, yeah. a, I mean, that's such an easy slot in for me. You just yes. give it Ben Wisha. And like, everybody but he's not the who's best your the movie. Pitch for act- who's your I mean, we could give actor, Defoe Colin. best actor and then bright star could go to I jury. mean, I think that's a significantly worse alignment, but okay. But also, Abby Cornish is so good. <laughs> You're not going to get a lot of traction here, I'm sorry. That's crazy. I'm I don't know, I feel, like, I feel like Abby Cornish <laughs> is someone who gets dunked on a lot, and I think that might have partially affected my view of the performance. Like, I kind of tried to stay as neutral on it as possible but like it it didn't she wasn't working for me that's crazy here's the thing is that i think she's pretty good in the movie i don't i don't hate her i think they're like even like not counting thirst which is my favorite female performance and then fish tank which is my second female performance because Mm -hmm. we already gave those awards I would yeah. still go, like, Cruz or Gainsburg over Coronet. And again, it's also our only opportunity to give yeah. something to Inglorious Bastards. Lauren, screenplay, I would also... I can't Scream? endorse that screenplay. That's Which so screenplay? crazy. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. I I'm sorry, it's I, too I, Republican I for me. Oh, what? Boo. <laughs> Awful take. Yeah, yeah too Republican to be anti-Nazi. Yeah, Good I'm take. Now, I was holding off on this, but now I'm going to say I think Andy is anti-Semitic for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yep, that's definitely my this. position. We are Republicans, and Andy is yes. an anti-Semite. Yes. So now that we've gotten that cleared up... Uh... Is that our new name? Three Republicans <laughs> and an anti-Semite? I feel like it's uh, two sides of the same Andy. coin. <laughs> the Andy Semite. Uh, oh. <laughs> that cannot be my nickname going forward. <laughs> Andy Christ. 
Jesus, people are gonna say that in <laughs> other <laughs> in other avenues, Incredible. and it's gonna affect my ability to get a job. <laughs> uh, so, what if here? Here's what I here's what I would do. Just putting all my cards on the table. So we say Thirst Palm, then Wild Grass uh, Grand Prix, then director Andrea Arnold, actor Wishaw, actress Lauren, or Lauren, I guess I don't know how to say that. Screenplay Broken Embraces. <laughs> and then I guess Jury Prize would be the bloodbath at the end. Yes. Okay. Um... I'm. I would be happy with all those things. So yes, I'm also happy with those choices. What about? So you say you don't like the bastards. You won't budge on Christoph Waltz at all, Andy. Uh, I would consider Waltz. I, he would be a less exciting choice to me. But I mean, what about uh, Waltz and Fassbender as Archie Hickox and Inglorious Bastards? Huh. Well, could, well, no, I don't want to give it to Fassbender when he has a much better performance in the lineup that hmm. we would not be honoring. Yeah, I also find Waltz less... I, I maybe think Waltz is better in his other Oscar win, even though I like this movie better. This also, I am seeming like I'm anti-Laurent. I just... She's, like, MVP of the movie, I think, um... <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah, there's so much. I thought you were going to say, but screenplay. But, but it's not happening. It, it, it if she is can't... the MVP of the movie, then we can only give it an acting award. So clearly, we should give it to her. But she's the MVP of the movie. But Abby Cornish is like the MVP performance. No, of the that's festival. not happening. That's not <laughs> you have no support on Team Abby Cornish. I'm sorry, Cullen. Awful. I'm probably we this person who likes her the second Grisha most, and I think so she's much fine. Better. But that's not true. <laughs> Paul Schneider God. is better than Abby Cornish. Oh come on, that is <laughs> Paul Schneider's so funny, and then he's so good at the end. Yeah, and she's good throughout the entire thing. Oh. <laughs> Travesty. <laughs> what about as actor the three hitmen from Vengeance? <laughs> I mean, I'm going with that. With that, I guess we stop have to trying to recreate place. our um, our uh, um, marriage story magic, Colin. <laughs> Not sure it's gonna happen That's this true. time. That may be Vengeance true. is better than marriage story. <laughs> Oh boy. I might also agree with that, but uh <laughs> We can't get into it. <laughs> but, but that's not yeah, that's not a fight to be having right now. It's like Colin, the thing is you're going scorched earth where it's like we're trying to give Bright Star an award. It's either Wishaw or nothing. I'm that, so, but like, that is like <laughs> rude to the movie. What? <laughs> we love I, lo- I love Ben Wishaw in it. He's so good in it. He's we're being great. rude to a lot of movies, like, Colin. <laughs> That's. I mean, we we can circle. So okay, here's the point to mention that we can give a tie, though. I don't know if that actually helps. If the problem is that Cullen doesn't want to give actor to Ben Wisha. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess the tie could be an actress. 
But yes, the thing is, true. Whiff Shot is a great performance. And it's also a weak act. Like, who would we give actor to then? That's left on the table, I would say, Elias Suleiman in Time That Remains. I think he's fine. Oh. He's he's doing a good job in it, but it's like... I think Time That Remains should get jury at this point. That's reasonable. We could even also, maybe manage a tie in jury. That is um, what happened sure. in this year. The actual jury prize went to Thirst and uh, um, Fish Tank. Uh, what if, Felipe what if it's time... and Vincere is also a very good actor performance. What if we gave actor to Mussolini for portraying himself in the second half of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think Mussolini is as good as the guy who plays him in the first half. I mean, listen, I it would be I can't in good conscience object to giving an award to Inglorious Bastards and then allow you to give an award to Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not actually on board with that. Uh, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, so I mean... yeah. What do you want, Cullen? Cullen. What do you want? <laughs> what okay. is it that you want? I, uh, I guess I'm fine... <laughs> With giving Ben Wishaw, what if we do Ben Wishaw and Paul Schneider? I, think... I feel like that's ruder to Cornish. But then it's just as much bright star as we can get. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in screenplay? Screenplay, Almodovar. That's where I would have to fight, and I would be like, it's I, I broken embraces needs to be on here in some way. Mm-hmm. I'd rather give. Broken embraces like actor. Yeah, that was that was a pitch that I potentially had was you could give him actor. What if it was him and Wisha? Then what screenplay? Um, I uh, <laughs> <Suleiman> <laughs> or Vincere. Oh God! What if actor? Do we like the screenplay for Bright Star enough to make Cullen thing happen? <laughs> I do. I, I have Cam- I have Campion on my on my short list for screenplay. Jesse, I like Wishaw a lot better than I like the screenplay. I do think like, it like the screen Wish that screenplay like screenplay. <laughs> I think that screenplay is really good. It, it like, is a in- good it, screenplay. It integrates right. like the poetry extremely well. Um that 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 incredible like end credits drop where he like they just the like read the poem over the end credits is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if? Uh, let me see. What I if, almost okay, so would what... rather give it both screenplay and Wishaw than just. Hey, uh, <laughs> just I'm good with screenplay. that. <sighs> And then, then does you're... that does that mean Broken Embraces gets jury, or Broken Embraces be a, ties jury a with time tie that between Broken Embraces and uh, Bright Star in one of those categories? Maybe at the end of this, you all and he Paul Schneider like twist not realize how tightly Bright Star had wound itself around your heart, <laughs> <laughs> and you're 
rough exteriors will be broken down and it will all be reduced to puddles thinking about that perfect movie. Hmm. What if I give my hot take that I think Paul Schneider sucks? (laughs) (laughs) In the movie or in general? Uh, I'm not familiar with him enough as a person, but uh, I don't know. I find him slightly annoying, which is, I guess, the point of that character, but I'm I'm not in love with it. Kind of voice grading. I don't know what to say. His voice is great. He's got a lovely accent, <laughs> I think, in that movie. I um, think I burst out laughing the first time he said something, but then I got used to it. What um, if we... Go ahead, sorry. Hmm. What if... Bright Star screenplay, and then... Juice Omar and Willem Dafoe type for actor? I mean, sure. I feel strongly about Wishaw. I'm not giving him up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is this just to hurt Cullen? <laughs> Who some some for some reason doesn't think Wishaw winning is a good enough thing for Brightstar to have? I mean, again, it can also win screenplay if it has to. I'm not giving up Wishaw. I would not let it win two things. Oh. I, I could because I don't want to. I like to spread the wealth, you know. So for locked in right now, we have Thurston Palm, Wild Grass Pre, Andrew Arnold, director. Were there any others that we had locked in? Um, I feel like Laurent is pretty locked at this point. Or did you say that? No, I didn't say that. Um, what about that's where you have your tie and it's Laurent and Cruz? That's fine. Or Katie Jarvis. What is, what is that? I mean, Gendry Arnold, one director, I don't know. I, oh, right, sorry. Technically, sorry. that cannot happen. And also, it's like... It is the kind of thing that a jury would do. Like, also, technically, there can't be a tie-in director, but that happens. Like, if we brought a lineup in which Andrea Arnold and Katie Jarvis both won, I don't think Thierry Fremo would say no to us. Yeah, but we want to stay on his good side. (laughs) Yeah. Especially we're all trying to get those comp sweets for Kane this year. That's true. <laughs> I feel like you had a pitch you were about to say, Emilio. No, I just meant like, what does Cruz and in a tie give us? Just... I like I understand that as like a different pitch, but I don't know. I don't know how that alleviates any of the arguments we're having right now. I mean, just to get broken embraces on the board. And then what would go to screenplay? Uh, Bright Star. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the, that's what I mean. It's like, we aren't doing Wishaw and screenplay. So it's like, there's no reason why can't broken embraces can't be. Yeah, so, so okay. So the fundamental... Well break right now is that Cullen wants Bright Star to win screenplay I mean, okay. and Jesse wants Wishaw to win actor. 
I think that is correct. And I, no one really wants to give Bright Star two awards, except maybe Cullen. I'm also uh, the okay only side of me. The side of me that doesn't want to give it is because I'd rather have like an even spread of like one per category if possible. But right, I just. I mean, I guess I'm fine with giving it to Ben Wishaw. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just He's very good in the movie. Mix. He's great. Everything's great. Yeah. I don't know what you're upset about then. Because we could give it to like the greater element of it. So you, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't fundamentally see that we have to give the greatest element in every movie. I feel like we're almost doing that about none of the movies. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean... This is yes. This is. This but is also, Ben Wishaw is the greatest simply. element. But yeah, that's that wrong. Is... <laughs> that's like the one place in which we uh, are. The cinematography get it. is better than Ben Wishaw. We, we don't. We're not awarding the cinematography. And also, and also we I could. disagree. We could do that's that. Crazy. We could say, but no, I don't actually. That's not actually helpful. <laughs> what if we gave a special award in oh boy. Uh, uh, achievement in physical comedy to the sink scene uh, <laughs> face, face. <laughs> I mean he does certainly fall down in the water a lot I think the award goes jointly to uh, the actor the director and the sink god Let's just tap in taking Woodstock at this point. <laughs> Dimitri Martin wins Best Actor. For people who don't know, Face is a very long movie. Of... It's not even that long, though, is the thing. It well, feels sure. long. Of some very loosely connected things. One of which is just an extended long scene where a sink breaks and a guy just has to keep trying to fix it and he keeps making it worse. And it's like 10 minutes long and it's pretty funny. There's some good parts in Face. Yeah. What if Face won our problem though? Definitely no. Is that the stage we've reached really? <laughs> What's wrong with Thirst winning? I, I mean, I'm just pitching stuff. I'm just throwing ideas out, man. I'm just it's spaghetti on the wall. Y'all decide yeah. if it sticks or not. <laughs> spaghetti. Um, so the thing about spaghetti. screenplay is, mm-hmm. uh, I think Time That Remains is a better screenplay than Broken Embraces. Okay, so then Time That Remains in Screenplay and Broken Embraces is Jerry Prize? I don't know if I agree with that. Would you rather swap those, or would you rather one of those doesn't win anything, or... Or it be a tie between those two in one of those categories? I know Emilio's anti-tie is it's the coward's perspective. I mean, I feel like we have to give a tie at this point, because if not, we're never gonna leave. Well, I feel like (laughs) no one's giving anything that's an interesting pitch, really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the slate that everyone hates. <laughs> hmm. I'm just looking at this list of movies and I'm thinking, how can we make sure that Lars von Trier or Gaspar Noé get something? 
That's Gaspar really Noe's the, not getting That anything. and Wisha winning actor are the two things that are my two priorities right now. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Gaspar Noe has made, like, uh, I mean, I have no good opinions on, or positive opinions on Gaspar Noe, really. It's, like, an interesting thing to make a first-person movie. Enter the Void is, like, better than Climax, and that Climax is garbage. <laughs> and yeah, Antichrist is like the sixth best Lars von Trier movie I've seen. Yeah, that's probably true. Thirst is like the worst Park Chan Wook movie I've seen, and it's winning all so true. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> do you think Antichrist is better than Thirst? Yes. No. I mean, I don't. But it's like, we can't make the, like, yeah, it's not his best movie argument about any of these. But, like, if yes. we're trying to find, like, a spot to just jam Lars von Trier in for making an okay movie that we all agree to watch <laughs> when there's, like, <laughs> uh, like I mean, that could be our uh, special award, them making an okay movie that we all agreed to watch award. <laughs> I mean, I like Antichrist more than I like Bright Star, but we're not gonna get... <laughs> this is... <laughs> I like Antichrist. Maybe my like my fourth favorite movie here. Maybe my fifth. It's maybe Fish Tank, Bastards, Broken Embraces, Vengeance, and then Antichrist, and then, then Thirst in it. I don't know. I guess it is the sixth, but I guess it's like. I have no. This is just. This is Antichrist should win the jury prize. I am love. What if the jury prize was a tie between Antichrist and the time that remains and then Broken Embraces wins screenplay? I was just thinking something along those lines. That's, I think we had that like half an hour ago. <laughs> Colin, and then Colin sunk his heels in on Ben Wishaw, his least favorite actor. I mean... <laughs> also, maybe we cut this out. We've only been going for like 50 minutes. <laughs> We're almost done. Yeah, we've been going for 50 minutes, and a half an hour ago, we were almost finished. Yeah, and 10 minutes of that is us waiting for you to get back to, from the bathroom, so that's going to be cut out. Uh, <laughs> Remember when we fucking nailed 2019? Yeah. It could have um, been so easy if Andy just liked Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I feel yep. like there would there would have been a sliding. I don't know. It I probably mean, yeah, finding guess out that have... everyone's anti Bright Star, I guess, uh, really <laughs> threw a Nobody's spike in the spokes. Anti Bright Star. I think Bright Star is pretty good. I think Antichrist is a better movie, but I like Antichrist. I, I think it was Bright good. Star is both very good and pretty boring. Oh come on, we okay. You just I have mean, a very specific way to like Bright Star that you aren't accepting from the rest of us. Ben Wishaw's awesome I, in it. He's great. I think he's the best performance. He, I think he's the best male performance in any movie that we have wa- we watch for this. Yes. Which is my bar. Like, if you want to argue him or Cornish, I guess, like, that's you go with God, I would go with Wishaw. But I think just in terms of, like, what I think the best male performance is in this group of movies, I think it's Ben Wishaw and Bright Star. See, this is the thing that happens is like 
I agree that he's great, but now I'm anti him because I think there are other better male performances, but that aren't eligible. So it's you know pointless. But like, if that's the bar, I. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'm fine with whatever. Um, giving like Antichrist jury and Enter the Void screenplay or whatever it was. <laughs> screenplay. We're not giving anything to Enter the Void. I think yeah. that's decided. <laughs> I think what? yes. What if we did though? <laughs> what what's your pitch for that? <laughs> no, not no, nowhere really. That's not gonna win anything. Pause it, Lord. Come if, on down. What if we dropped Antichrist from the jury prize? We gave we moved Katie Jarvis into a tie in actress, and we gave Gaspar Noé best director. No, I, I, absolutely. Even not. I, even I can't say about that. <laughs> Even I cannot stand behind that. Okay. <laughs> now, I get, am I just a secret face stand? What if we just do that with Saibing Long? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he directed that movie. I'm trying to think with this tentative slate of awards if there is a special award to be given. I guess it would be something to Vengeance? Or Venturi. I feel like there are people that feel stronger about Vengeance than anyone feels about sure. Venturi. I that think Venturi is pretty good. Special achievement in spinning news reels or what newspapers. Yes. Okay, how about this? How about this? Actor. I don't even know what I was going to pitch. I'm, I'm way off base. I guess the initial part of my pitch is what if we move... Uh, we give Jane Campion best director. We give... Michael Fassbender, best actor for both Fish Tank and Bastards. And then we... Who do we give actress? Uh... To... Charlotte Gainsbourg or Penelope Cruz? Like... Yeah. To Charlotte Gainsbourg. I like that less than what we have. And that scenario, we're switching the rule from, like, two from the same movie to two by the same actor. Yeah. Which is, again, they'd probably let us do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I sort of go... Fastbender recognizing both roles, I go back and forth on a little bit as to whether I like that or I don't like that. Because I think he's clearly much better in Fish Tank. I think he's great in both of them. I yeah, think he's... he is. I think he's pretty. I think it speaks to his breadth as an actor that I think he's giving a great performance in both of those movies. Like, with our very different performances. This is just me throwing. It's just me throwing stuff out, man. I'm just yeah. throwing spaghetti. Just throwing spaghetti. I don't know, man. What if we give Johnny Toe best act- director? 
Alright, it's really well directed. I like Vengeance. I mean, if you're gonna give it one of the main awards, it's probably gonna be director. Right. I think in that case, the only thing I would change is then I would give an award that is called... What if we just gave... What if director was a, just a tie between Arnold and Toe? That I could maybe, because, like, my problem with giving Johnny Toe director is there's... I mean, I don't know. I guess if you just... I, I guess I'm fine with Fish Tank then being, like, the jury prize, but then Antichrist is probably the one that gets uh, bumped out. I mean, I'm... I'm good with... Again, Fish Tank is by far my f favorite movie here, so it's like, I would rather have Arnold and director. I'm just trying to get. Wait, yeah. would we actually feel better about switching Andrea Arnold and Thirst and giving Andrea and giving Fish Tank the palm and Park Chan Wook director? For sure. I'm in so totally into that. I slightly like that better, even though I think Thirst is maybe the better movie. I don't know if I. Th I guess I like them about equally. I just don't remember Fish Tank. It didn't stick in my mind really. I love Col Fish Tank. Yeah. Fish Colin, do you object to that? I imagine you do. I mean, at this point, I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. so we've defeated down. him, folks. <laughs> yeah. Fish Tank is like half the movie that American Honey is, but... Half? Fully super half? Super cool. <laughs> it is half as long, I think, which makes it twice as good. I don't think that's true. Fish Tank is also, like, two hours long. Is it? Well, it feels half as long. But maybe I watch that in an era in which movies did not feel so long to me. That's not true. I watch them around the same time. I love Fish Tank. I would... Yes. I, I greatly prefer it to Thirst. I think it's probably a better... I think I like them about equally... Or even like thirst a little more, but fish tank is maybe a better palm pick. I'm all on board with this plan. I don't. I mean, Cullen is sad. I know. Cullen, I'm what can we sad. give you? It's, I mean, it's nothing. Like, it's obviously fine. <laughs> I just, Cullen, what was what, I what? was disappointed by fish tank, but maybe unfairly because I went in with such high expectations, having loved American Honey so much and having heard only good things about fish tank, and then it was like mostly just like really good and nothing spectacular. I think like it doesn't have any play into this like of how it compares to American Honey, and that I think she like is doing like similar things, but just is much better at it in American Honey. Like, that doesn't affect whether or not it's, like, better than, you know, than J.R.A. or whatever. Right. Right, yeah. I mean, that, again, I do, for, the, min like, for I, the manyth time, the problem with this year is that the only directors who have their best movie are, or at least that we are talking about, because we can get into the few movies that we've seen. But anyway, the only directors we pick that made their best movie are... Quentin Tarantino and maybe Gaspar Noé. 
and no one wants to give either. Well, that's not true. We cannot get... There are big problems with giving either of those <laughs> yes. the Palme d'Or. Someone I, will block that. In it's also, cases. like, non-relevant, but I do think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is better than Inglourious Bastards. <laughs> but, um... I agree with that. Like, I have, like, all, whatever, it, like... Of my list of I like I feel weirder these. about the way that he treats the uh, Manson family than the way that he treats Nazis. I think I agree with that as well, but I also think there's less of Once Upon a Time that's about that stuff. Like there's there's that like the two hours before that stuff in Once Upon a Time is like my favorite stretch of a Tarantino movie that I've seen, which is granted not very much, but um. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably more interesting than the last 20 minutes have been anyway. So, tentatively, we have the Palme d'Or going to Fish Tank, the Grand Prix going to Wild Grass, Best Director going to Park Chan-wook, Best Screenplay going to Broken Embraces, Best Actress going to Melanie Laurent, Best Actor going to Ben Wishaw, and the jury prize being a tie between The Time That Remains and Antichrist. I would go with that. And then, do we want to do a special award for Vengeance? Would be fine with me. The Vengeance Award for movie that is too fun to be next to all these other movies <laughs> you don't think thirst is as fun as vengeance i mean sure it's, <laughs> it's, it's so much fun like it's just it's like a i mean it's fun they're both very fun i don't know i don't want to seem anti-thirst because i do think it's a fun good movie i just we've given a lot of love the what's I the like thing that. what's the thing that they gave to Godard last year can we just give that to thirst like they gave it the so now we're not even us. giving it director <laughs> I mean to uh, vengeance vengeance the oh no it was two years ago I think it just won a special palm door I think I'm fine with that can we give a special Palme d'Or to Vengeance, please? Yes. It's okay. So, <laughs> so it's just a Palme d'Or 2? Or a it's Palme d'Or? It's literally called... It, the, I, you can look at the Wikipedia page for 2018 can. It literally just says special Palme d'Or colon the image book by Jean-Luc Godard. Okay. Uh, it's formatted the same way as Palme d'Or, except the word special is in front of it. <laughs> sure. Which it makes it less prestigious, because fewer yes. words, more prestigious. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah. This I can live with all these, I think. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I think I think we've recognized some good movies and some good elements and some very good movies. Yeah. We haven't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and we've talked about everything at least a little bit. Yes. Do we want to briefly talk about 
I think there's three movies that someone has seen that we did not include in our discussion. What are they? Uh, oh, I've seen Taking are, Woodstock. Yes, you've seen Taking Woodstock. That's one of them. Uh, go listen to the Blank Check episode about it if you want to hear about Taking Woodstock. I think uh, Taking Woodstock is kind of fun. Uh, Colin has, yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead and... I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little underrated. I, it's, it's sort of in the lower middle of my Ang Lee rankings. It's, like, not at the bottom like most people have it. Um, I think there's, it, there's some fun stuff in there, some big, goofy performances. Uh, Here's a question I'm yeah. very... So now you're a fan of big, goofy performances. <laughs> yeah. So Here's a question he's, he's I'm very genuinely curious about your answer to. Is Dimitri Martin good in it? Uh, probably not, no. I don't okay. think he's particularly good. Then, um, yeah. But I mean, uh, hey, Imelda Staunton is his, like, crazy mother. Like, mm-hmm. what's not to love? Yeah, uh, and then Cullen has seen uh, A Prophet, I believe, the Jacques Odiard movie, which won the Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, a very good movie. Yeah, that's the one that's, like, a weird one that, like no one felt strongly about like the way that we did this was we just each picked a list of movies that we felt strongly we wanted to watch and then combined those lists until it was around a little over half of the movies and a profit just like no one ever brought it up that's that's the the one that like maybe would have been helpful to be able to slot in somewhere I don't know. I would recommend it to you, but I don't think I know anyone's taste anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Colin has lost all faith in, like, movies and, like... No, no, no. I'm playing it up. It's Uh, fine that everyone hates Bright Star. I haven't broken multiple pens over it. Bright Star is a very nice movie that I recommend that all our our listeners go watch immediately. You know, you can take your time, but yeah, watch Bright Star. And then the third one that someone has seen is I Have Seen the White Ribbon, which won the Palme d'Or and is a pile of (laughs) doo-doo. I guess asterisk that uh, Jesse finds no value in anything Michael Haneke has ever done. Uh, Yeah, I detest the That is the first movie of his that I saw, and I was like, well, maybe I just don't like that because it's kind of like boring and period PC in a way that doesn't appeal to me and then I watched Cache and that's substantially worse so yeah hmm. yeah I guess we're uh... and then I mean... yeah I'll just briefly list the movies that no one has seen and we're not talking about there's uh, Briante Mendoza's Butchered Xavier Giannoli's in the beginning. Ken Loach is looking for Eric. We were going to play a game where we, uh, oh, yes. at some point, not this week, but in the future, where we um, guess whether something is a real or fake Ken Loach title. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> that'll be fun. More, Yeah, was... we'll do that. That'll be one of the, to kind of tie in this festival to one of the, intermediate episodes where we're not talking about it as much because we're gonna probably do every other week talking about this festival one of them we can do the ken loach game 
Uh, we've got a, a guest next week, I believe. Maybe he'd like to play the Ken Loach game. Uh, and then the last one is Loie Gay's Spring Fever. But yeah, that's the competition from 2009 Can. I, uh, I listed the awards uh, a few minutes ago, and we all agreed on them. Do I need to list them again more officially? Let's yes. give it a nice, uh, yeah, official all right. press conference-style rundown. Yes. So, then I'm going to start at the bottom, because that's how they do it. We would like to call to the stage Lars von Trier and Ilya Suleiman to accept the jury prize in a joint award, a tie. Should we... Uh, a Jewish place... man and a person who once compared himself to Hitler. Uh... Did we take like a second? I would say that time that remains is very good. If you haven't seen it, uh, and oh yeah, listening, it's a. Really we haven't really movie, talked like... about what time that remains is. Yeah, what time that remains definitely was my award of like most pleasant surprise, and that I was kind of just like reading about it. I was expecting it to be kind of like a boring period piece, and it's kind of a comedy and pretty funny, and then like pretty interesting a lot of interesting cinematography like that might be my cinematography yeah it's i mean it's got like this like real heightened tone where like it sort of feels like like in the way it's captured and stuff it sort of has like some like i would say slight like sitcom qualities or like it's it's very like because it's a lot of it is a period piece and i think the way that they capture the period they do it in a very heightened way and they, but then they also play around with sort of those tones a lot and, and like what what is heightened and what isn't heightened in a, in a really intriguing way. And I really like that yeah. movie a lot. I mean, uh, like, Suleiman's Wikipedia page compares them to, like, Jock Tati and, like, Buster Keaton. And you can mm-hmm. definitely see both sides of that in the movie. And that, like, the first half is very Jock Tati. Like, a lot of framing-based humor and just, like, interestingly framed stuff and just, like weird dry goofball comedy and then the second one he kind of plays a buster keaton figure where he the second half he just he's just like quiet and just a lot of things happen around them and it's pretty fun and funny and i'll say also it like plays in that heightened world but also like toes the line very well of like playing that side and like real emotion at the end i think Mm-hmm. Very and good then movie. in Antichrist, Charlotte Gainsbourg cuts off her clit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she sure does. It's gross. Yeah, have you ever wanted to see, um, like, uh, the oft-referenced bloody ropes? <laughs> Check out Antichrist. It's where the chaos reigns meme is from. I didn't know that. Oh, you yeah. didn't know that? Yep. Yeah. I think I didn't, like, definitively... Like, there were times when I knew that, but I didn't... I don't think I didn't know it going into it. Um, I think I knew that was a thing from Antichrist before I knew it was, like... Before people even started, like, using it as a meme that much. Even though I had never watched Antichrist till like, three days ago. Pretty good. I like it. Again, uh, Lars von Trier has made better movies, but that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd now like to call to the stage Ben Wishaw to receive Best Actor for his performance in Bright Star. A great performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To go on record, Playing I am not anti-Ben Wishaw's performance in Bright Star. He is very good. That movie is 
uh, I don't know if it just hit me in the right way. I know, like, Emilio and Jesse both had hard times with its, like, boringness, I guess. I'm a sucker for, like, a period piece like that. Uh, I think it's, like, best cinematography, no question. It's a very lush movie. And I think, like, Campion's writing and directing is great. I've only seen um, In the Cut by her. And uh, it's, like, vastly different movie, but also a great movie. Um, And uh, I think Abby Cornish is, like, outstanding and uh, has, like, unfortunately only been sidelined in, like, shitty Martin McDonough movies since then. But uh, Bright Star is great. Everyone watch it. I, I, I too recommend Bright Star. I think it's a very lovely movie. Um, it's I think it wears its period well. It, it it's a it's a it's a um, a movie about a different art form, which is something I always like, where it's a lot about poetry. Um, yeah, I like Bright Star a lot. Ben Wishaw is very lovely in it, and you feel very you 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 can see why everyone falls in love with him in that movie. Mm-hmm. All see, right, he, he is now a star behind the bear. Yes. Michael Banks himself. Alright then. I think that means it is time to call to the stage Melanie Laurent to receive Best Actress for her performance in Inglorious Bastards. We didn't really talk about this performance very much. I think she's she's, she's pretty wonderful. Yeah. She's pretty... I think... I think... If I were to counter-argue what what Andy said at the beginning now, mm-hmm. which is like a useless exercise, sure. I think her part of the movie is, I think, what justifies the entirety of what that movie is doing. And I think that's it is something that Quentin is actually kind of good and canny about. Where, like, I think the entire movie is building up to, like, the ending and the contrast between her half of it and the bastard's half of it. Is to be like is to have like the funny fun half side where it but it's like people just goofing off, not taking the consequences of war and what is happening to them seriously. Versus somebody who is like very acutely feeling the pain and the oppression of what the war was, and. I think her their character's ultimate victory at the end of the movie as being the actual person who executed a good plan to kill Hitler speaks to what that movie is about and what is excellent about her performance, which is like this very interesting iciness and coldness and an inability to reconcile any sort of personhood in the people who killed her family because that is not something you would be able to reconcile. Mm-hmm. And I think she's great, and I think that movie's awesome. Next. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think also, saying like, that her her part of the movie justifies the other part of the movie is a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Also, the scene where she's having strudel with Christoph Waltz and it, like she's holding it together the whole time, and the second he walks away, she just breaks down. Like a great piece of like a, a skill piece of like great acting, and yeah, she's like MVP of the movie in a stack cast with. A ton of great performance. Yeah. And if I think, yeah, that's a sort of character and sort of thing that Quentin is good at, where it's like a bunch of 
a bunch of dudes are having a bunch of dumb fun and then a woman is left to pick up the pieces and actually figure stuff out. It's why I love Kill Bill and it's why I love Jackie Brown by him also. And I think that is maybe... That is maybe the... Nah, I think I like the Jackie Brown version of it more, but that is the mo- one of the more interesting depictions of that, and I think it's because Laurent is an amazing actress who does a great job in it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we would now like to call to the stage uh, Pedro Almodovar to receive Best Screenplay for his film Broken Embraces. Broken Embraces. Another movie we didn't really talk about that much, but yeah. it, ru- it rules. Uh, Pedro Almodovar is a person we all know once described Pedro Almodovar as the only good storyteller, and the more movies I watch of, of his, the more I feel like that is true. I think mm-hmm. he is the best structural screenplay writer in the world, and it's not even close, and I enjoy his movies a lot. And he always has, he always has a lot of interesting elements in there that you don't often see in movies. Yeah, I, I definitely echo that. And yeah, I just like the the amount of plot he has in his movies is like so interesting to me. Uh, just because like I not I don't necessarily think of myself as like a plot guy in regards to like movies and TV shows and things like that. But the way that he is able to like make plot so interesting and so compelling and like unfold it in in such a specific way, I think is it, it's incredibly unique. And I think it's on full display in Broken Embraces as well. As we talked say, about in the podcast, Juice Omar, the lead, I think gives a great performance, and Paula Albi Cruz gives a great performance in it, also. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Colin? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know, Colin. Next. Uh yeah. Next, we're gonna give uh. We're going to call it the stage uh, Park Chan-wook to receive Best Director for his film Thirst. Yeah, I mean, with every Park Chan-wook movie I watch, I feel like he might be the best. Uh, I've still, like, I've now seen this Handmaiden and uh, Little Drummer Girl, the series he directed. He's such uh, an interesting director. He's like, and this, like, I, I, I great like same thing with handmaiden where he is able to balance like the genre and like <laughs> heightened elements so well and the sort of humanism at its core i think thirst maybe leans a little bit too much into the genre piece of it but it's fun to see like a vampire movie <laughs> legit vampire movie with like tons of like insane gore and uh it, it is like just a surprising movie in a way like mm-hmm. i think like as i was watching it i was like telling Emilio, I was like, I have no idea what is happening in this movie. This is wild. Someone, like, reached into someone's chest. Uh, like, a ton of blood shoots out of a recorder or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. The lead, uh, Emilio pointed out, the lead actress in it is very good. Um, Song Kang-ho is the lead actor in it. He's great as well. You know, when's he bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actress is uh, Kim Ok-bin. Yes. Um, she's uh, wonderful. Yes, she's her, terrific. And I would like to see her in 19,000 more movies. Yes. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, the, I uh, yeah. Go ahead. The mahjong scene at the uh, at the end is like so well balanced of like the tension and it is like funny. Uh, there's a shot in it where a character who is dead and is like a waterlogged body. Uh, the two leads are having sex with him in between them as like just his 
sort of apparition of like his ghost. It's one of the crazier things I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Cannot recommend Thirst enough. It's so so fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a total blast. I think yeah, that like ending sequence with like the car and the trunk oh. and stuff is just like so yeah. fun. It's like mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah, it's it's it's, it's great the, the way that it just keeps going. Um, and and like I mentioned earlier, yeah, I think that on top of like and like also like yeah when they're like flying around and jumping on buildings and stuff and like grabbing each other and throwing each other around because they're both vampires now or whatever like it's there's that that stuff is so fun and then also just there's like yeah the the character stories are like really well handled and dealt with uh at the same time yep though i will say you should all watch sympathy for lady vengeance which is my favorite movie of his which is does a couple of similar things, and I think rules, and it's a perfect movie, basically. And I I think the only thing I don't... The only reason why I'm not over the moon with Thirst is that it's, like, it's fun, and, but then by the end, I was like, I don't really feel for those characters, really, that much. It's just, like, they heighten them to such a Looney Tunes degree that I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine watching them whack them all each other, but it's, like, at the end, they just kind of die, and I'm, and I'm, like, just, like, have a smile on my face, and I'm fine. Well, like... I think other movies of his, like Handmaiden, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, even Old Boy to a certain degree, I have more of an emotional connection to it. Yeah, yeah, and I would, I would, I'll say on Park Chan Wook's, uh, on on the topic of him, it, him and Lars von Trier are perhaps my two favorite visual filmmakers. He. And I should watch Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, because that's the one of that trilogy that I haven't seen. Okay, on to All right, yeah. Grand Prix. Yeah, the Grand Prix is we are awarding to Alain René for Wild Grass, another movie we haven't really talked that much about. What a bizarre movie. Yes, a movie yes. that, like, I had no idea where it was going at any time. It's so good. This is like maybe the one other than Bright Star that I would like stake my claim on the most of like see this movie. It's so so good. Like the way yeah. he plays with a uh, style of like having the um like flashback sort of or like flash sideways of like him practicing on the phone like pop up on screen as like a memory of the way he uses the 20th Century Fox fanfare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so cool and so good. Yeah. Like, I had only like heard of uh, Alain Rene as like this sort of uh, like highfalutin filmmaker like of like last year at Marion Bad and um, Night and Fog like which seem like pretty intense movies and this is like a total like goofy rom com almost but with also yeah. like a weird dark undercurrent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Th- you know, I mean, I guess I was always kind of under the impression that, like, of the French New Wave, Jean, uh, Jacques Rivette is kind of, like, the fun, weird one. But, like, clearly, René is, uh, boy, is he up to something. And this this is such a, so weird as, like, a late career movie that it's just, like, yeah. clearly he knew exactly what he wanted to do and did it and it's so specific i'll say Mm -hmm. one thing that i'm in the tank for is i feel like people often complain about um 
first-person narration in film mm. is a device and say it's kind of lazy, and I think that can work, but what I am a real sucker for is third-person narration yes. in film. I think that is such an interesting decision to make, and if you can pull it off, it is very cool. I've talked about Mariano Yinis before. He does that, particularly in his movie Extraordinary Stories. It's basically all that, which this... Uh, kind of this is less as it goes on i think but yeah i'll say also it's a weird thing to compare it to but just like the sort of feeling i get uh with wild grass i also felt with wolf of wall street and that is like a such a young man's movie like it's so like like frenetic almost and like fun and goofy that you wouldn't expect it to be like directed by an 80 plus year old like, finding right. out uh, Renee's age, I was like, wow, that is crazy. It is such a, like, like, I would I would love to, like, see, like, a behind the scenes of, like, him planning this out because it is such, like, an intricate movie with, like, all this fun stuff with, like, the plane. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, and I fun. think, yeah. The, the thing with Wild Grass is, yeah, I, I sort of, similarly to Time That Remains, it's like there there's a sort of a mix of tones and a mix of, like, mm-hmm. Uh, of of like heightened stuff and very straightforward stuff, like mm-hmm. like you you guys have referenced some of the more like wackier or crazier elements. But then there's also just this like lovely sequence where they're like walking around the city late at night as like things are starting to close and like all the lights are turning off, and it's mm-hmm. just like a very lovely evocation of like what it's like to like hang out with someone late at night when like uh, stuff's starting to close down and it sort of feels like you're like the only one. Uh, going around and 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 um and you know trying to catch uh trying to catch as much time as you can with someone who you're sort of uh connecting with um and so i think just like the mix of that is is really exciting in that movie yeah cool uh so we'd now like to give a special palm d'or to vengeance directed by johnny toe I would imagine that Emilio would like to talk about this. I mean, it's just rad. It's a blast. It's just like, I get why other people aren't into it as much, especially in like this lineup of movies, because it's decidedly not that arty. It's like, it's just like a Hong Kong gangster fl- flick with a lot of guns in it and a lot of shooting and a lot of just like double crossing and wacky perform and good perf- wacky performances and I just had a blast watching it. I also think it's like very good looking. I think there are mm. some b- absolutely beautiful sequences. There's a sequence where Johnny Halliday's like and his like crew are having a gunfight in the f- forest lit only by moonlight. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really just good. like th- and it's like they're trying to like the only way that they can see each other to shoot each other is when like the moonlight peers through like the trees and the and the clouds and it's just we it's weirdly gorgeous there is a shot like towards the end of him like praying on a beach with like the huge moon and all of his dead loved ones come back to talk to him and it's like i don't know man i just i just i just had a blast it's so good I, yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously, it's like, if you like stuff like John Woo's Chinese movie, like Hong Kong movies, or you like just like trashy action movies, then you will have a good time watching it, and you should watch it. It's very fun. Go Johnny yeah. Toe. I also thought it was uh, 
very cool. Um, we mentioned already sort of like about the performances in it, but I think like specifically like the three hitmen that are working with the lead character are mm-hmm. like so good and such sort of like, I guess like archetypal characters where it's like there is a guy who they just call like the fat guy and he loves food, but that is like very funny to me and that he is like also one of these elite hitmen. And then there's like uh, sort of like this steeliest of the three is like the leader. And then there's like just this guy uh, with glasses who's part of the crew also. And it's like they sort of, they don't ever like, uh, you know, strictly define them as the things other than the, character who loves food but like um the their introduction scene where they like perform this hit is like very cool there's a lot of like really uh interesting framed shots of like certain characters in the foreground certain characters in the background there's like four different times they shoot someone through a door and it's always cool Uh, and like a lot of like great uh low angle shots that i was just super into the cinematography of this one and then there's like yeah. fun scenes where they blindfoldedly <laughs> assemble guns <laughs> and like a lot of things I didn't mention this right. there's like a lot of things that feel like first takes that are left in the movie like uh this guy's trying to pull the blindfold off the other dude and he just can't do it and I'm like why is this in here but it is interesting and fun and cool Yeah there's yeah I yeah there's a lot of weird like fun weird weird and fun elements in it like there's like the the thing where like all of like the guns and stuff are in like vegetable crispers and stuff. Um, there's that that one sequence where they like go and like meet up with the other hitmen and then like all their like families show up and they like to give them their like barbecue food or whatever. There's like yeah, there's there's some fun touches in there. Yeah, I mean you did mention that the scene where they like blindfoldedly assemble gun. It's just like they're walking around a house where a murder has happened of one of the like of the main character. And yet he just makes spaghetti for them, and they eat spaghetti for a scene. And that's so cool and good. And I like it so much. And then the scene ends when one character's like, he's like, well, you're good. And he just throws his plate in the air, and another character shoots it, and it's like, next scene. And we also, we didn't really mention, like, the sort of memory loss aspect of the movie, which I think is, yeah. like, a fun twist on that sort of, like, taken movie. Yes, yeah. I think that no, is... What the makes thing... it interesting, even if it maybe doesn't totally pull that off, in my opinion? I think it's a very interesting idea. I think the, the one problem with why I can't unequivocally love and recommend this movie, and I don't think Hall- Halliday is up to playing that sort of thing. So it's mostly At confused. least not in English. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, yeah, he's like... A famous rock star. He looks like he's got some road miles on him. No offense, Johnny Halliday. Rest in peace, obviously. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. A cool movie, nonetheless. Cool movie. I would I would like to watch every other film Johnny Toe has made yes. now. I know people uh, is, like... Is... Another one of... There's another one uh, of... Drug movie. War, the big one. Uh, election, I know people like... Election, yeah. But yeah, especially considering that this is like on the sort of like a lot of the other movies, uh, the lower end of Johnny Toe's filmography where people think it's like a fine sort of uh, like showing of his. I'm definitely excited to be like or give other movies of his a chance because I did enjoy 
uh, vengeance more than, say, Andy or Jesse. <laughs> to name a few animal. random people. <laughs> Alright, so that leaves us with our Palme d'Or, which is going to Fish Tank, directed yeah. by Andrea Arnold. Woo! <laughs> Go. Uh, fish tank. Fish tank. Yeah, it's. I think it's. It's a beautiful uh, movie that I think unfolds uh, so wonderfully. I think the way that it treats its main character. This, this is the first movie that I watched for this. For actually for this, and the way that sort of it treats its main character um, as and her like what she wants and what she can achieve um, is so lovely. And also, just I think the Michael Fassbender performance of that movie is just astonishing. He, he, his accent is perfect. Uh, he and you and the way that the character functions and the way that you slowly learn things about that character and the way that that character slowly changes, um, uh, at least to the audience, I think is is handled so uh, precisely and perfectly. And I think just like yeah, just sort of the journey that you fall on, you follow discovering things about that Michael Fassbender character. Uh, is executed flawlessly in that movie. I think it's a great movie about just like like coming of age and just like poking out, poking at the edges of like your small town or just mm-hmm. like the places you live and what your parent, what your parent, I guess, in her situation allows you to do, and just like the ways that you try to fuck around and find stuff to do, and like I don't know. I think it just. It spoke to me a lot when I first watched it, and I just love every single part of it. There's a sequence where she just, she just dances to "Life's a Bitch" by Nas, and I think that's a great sequence. I find it very fun and interesting and weirdly emotional. And it's great. Katie Jarvis, Andrea Arnold, the goat, shouts, "Peace to God! She deserves everything," and I'm yes. glad we gave it the Palme d'Or. I agree. I gave American Honey my palm when we did our draft and for the 2016 festival. Uh, Andy Arnold is great. It's a really great movie. I do. Th- I mean, what my thoughts on which I like better aside, it is uh, Katie Jarvis is like incredible. I like her. Um, Andrew Arnold's style, like, she always shoots in, like, this cropped aspect ratio, and Robbie Ryan is her uh, sort of, like, long collaborative uh, director of photography, and his, uh, he's great, like, his um, cinematography is, like, really interesting. Uh, The dance scenes, like, her across the board, like, her needle drops and, like, music choices are great. Her style, I just uh, really, really do love it so much. The only problem I have with this movie is, like, I did not... There's, like, a sequence that is too intense, I think, and, like, it almost threw me off. And, like, where American Honey, I find, uh, it ends in a similar space of, like, American Honey ends, like, basically um, with them all as, like, finding their new family in a way. And this, like, ends with her sort of um, joining with her own family, like, after they've been so distant throughout the whole movie. Uh, in a way that I find like very good, but there's a s- segment leading up to it that I kind of felt almost like toppled the tower completely. <laughs> but I do think it's great. It's a great palm winner. See fish tank while life lasts. 
currently available on Criterion Channel. Yeah, and am I remembering right that not only did you give the palm to Andrea Arnold, Cullen, you also gave director to Park Chan-wook? I did. Yeah, and then I also gave the uh, screenplay to Pedro Almodovar when we were doing yeah. 2016. A lot of so, uh, yeah, crossover. A lot of crossover. Maybe like, maybe like Tan is an incestuous organization that just picks the guys that it likes and just keeps inviting them back. <laughs> That's why Ken Loach won six times for <laughs> movies called, like, Who's on the Phone? <laughs> Colin, you have to write all the fake Ken Loach titles. I think that did spawn for me misremembering Sorry We Missed You as, like, We Didn't Have It or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, looking back at the list, these are all very good awards. I shouldn't have been sour earlier. I have failed it's okay, Colin. As a podcast host. <laughs> I think I think I think it was a good, it was a healthy discussion. I think it this this list is a good rec- uh, sort of um, capture of of how unique and disparate our tastes can be. Um, and I, yeah, and I think, I think this is a pretty, a pretty, pretty cool list of, of, of winners based on the movies that we watched. All right. right. So should we start plugging stuff? Do we have anything else? Any other business? Yeah. I mean, in, in two weeks, we're going to be doing this same exercise with, uh, on certain regard from this same year. So we'll have to watch how many more movies? (laughs) Uh, Like. 10, 11. Yeah. Basically, maybe. almost a movie a day. Maybe we wait two weeks? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It depends on when those South by movie drops. Right. Movies drop. Yeah. Like, we then we'll have to do... watch those. Right. We gotta watch a lot of movies coming <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> we maybe pick the worst time to start a podcast about film festivals, but also the best time to start a podcast recorded exclusively over Skype. Yes. You win some, you lose some, for sure. But uh, as uh, th- but then, as far as next week, it's um, we're probably just gonna talk about can generally, right? In our well, interview, got, potentially, we've got yes we're that we need to confirm about. So we, we have we have a guest who has attended the three days in can program, which you know, apply next year maybe. Uh, yeah, um, and. Yeah. What was I going to say? Who knows? Uh, Yeah, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Can I Kick It or on Letterboxd at Can I Kick It Odd. That's O-D at the end. Uh, We're not going to explain that every week. You can find me on Twitter at JP Glick Weber, J-P-G-L-I-C-K-W-E-B-B-E-R. I'm the same thing on Letterboxd. That's, uh, yeah. Everyone else want to plug their stuff? Sure. Uh, I'm An- I'm Andy Gramuco. You can find me on, on Twitter and Letterboxd and other places at A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M. Um... Tweeting great content lately. I, I just just earlier today I tweeted uh, Jellical song for Jellical cats. Tbh, and I think that's a pretty good tweet. Um, 
yeah, so uh, so come find me there. Emilio? Uh, follow me on Twitter, Emilio and Diaz, double Ds. I'm not going to spell the whole thing out anymore. Double call me. Uh, I'm gladly on everything. Uh, follow me if you scare. <laughs> All right, with that, let's wow. release our audience. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>